After years of getting ripped off by big wireless providers, there's finally a better option. Mint Mobile is the affordable premium wireless service that you buy online. To get your new phone plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash DIYS. Yo, what up? I'm to hear more. And I'm Patrick Cloud. And this is another episode of Damn Internet, You're Scary. Oh yes, this is a uh, this is a remote, out of a uh, precaution episode. Just because you know, back from Florida, mm-hmm. to here just got over the vid. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Who knows what kind of you know petri dish areas I was walking in and out of. Man, um, better be I, safe than sorry. Yeah, I feel you know I feel fine. Got a little I got a little rapid test planned, so hopefully we're we'll be fine. But hey, gotta. Got to yeah. take the, the, the precautions because if Please anybody, take if the anybody got the take videos. care of yourself. I mean, like it's real. And I could, uh, I could see wrestling fans having the vid. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a that's a bunch from all over the place. That's a lot of people, bro. <laughs> all from all over the, the world and stuff. We were masked up heavy in there, but still, you know, mm-hmm. you, you never know. A lot of a lot of strong um, mutations in Florida in in, in terms of the. <laughs> The environment. It's just, it's just a very it's 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 just a it's an environment, you know. Crocodiles mm-hmm. bigger out there. Mesquites is bigger. It's just like a lot. It's so, I don't know. miss mosquitoes. And lately, the past couple of years, I've been seeing mosquitoes in L.A. And I don't like that shit. They're not like as aggressive though. Well, they're here. Huh? They here. They here. Yeah, they're here. They here. They're here. They're here. You know but they saying? they kind of give off daddy long leg vibes. You know how like you see a daddy long leg uh, spider and you're like ew, but you're also like yeah, it's so it's so skinny and and thin. It it don't really like it's not as as bad as them big fat hairy ones. And I feel like the same. That's true. Mosquitoes. That's that's very true. However, I'm not Tony Baker. I'm not one of those people that see a daddy long leg and be like, oh, I'll let him do his thing. He you know he's keeping these insects out. He's keeping them. No no no. You, you got to die. Once Murder. I see you, once we've made eye to eight eye contact, I ha- it, ha- it has to go down. It's, it's, like, it's no getting around that. How do how do do you think with eight eyes they're looking just at you, or one a couple of them is looking at you, and a couple of them is like peeping out the next move? How does that work? I wonder. Is it I just don't like, know, man. Like I, I I wonder do they see eight different things, or does it all work together like our eyes? Like we see one image for the most part. Like, cause you know, the images overlap and then we see it as just one thing. I wonder if they see it individually or as this one big thing. That's a, f- that's a fantastic uh, question. I think I want to start there. Cause I, <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever wondered that, but now I am. And uh, eesh, seems like the, the answer is not that great. Spiders <laughs> have eight eyes, but few have good eyesight. What the heck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. They rely instead on touch, vibration, and taste stimuli to navigate and find their prey. Okay, that's lackluster. You know what's crazy? Why why they got eight? The two things that we fear the most, snakes and spiders, have Mm -hmm. horrible vision. Snakes can't see like that? Mm Mm-mm. Most snakes are blind. They they feel it in sense with their tongue. That's why they do the tongue like that. That's right. Mm Mm-hmm. Dang. That's not that's the Tony Baker uh, has a joke about it about how spiders, you know, can't really see and stuff. But I'm still like, I'm good on it. It don't matter. Once I see you, square up, cuz it says they have a blurry, 
wide angle image. So once the movement is detected, they kind of just turn in that direction. Mm -hmm. And then they lock on with the, the large front middle eyes, but the rest is just like a telephoto image, probably in color. That's funny for a scientist to just be like, this is what it is probably. That's actually I'm pretty still, I'm still good, bro. I want no parts of it. Don't come in here with that bullshit. I ain't fucking with it. Dang. We got Jennifer in here. Shout out to Jennifer, man. Quiet is kept. Jennifer has made all of my recent flyers since the roast. I reached out to hey. her on like a, a Friday night and she hit me back that Saturday morning with, with uh, proofs for the roast. And um, we were doing a roast for Tony Rock. Uh, not Tony Rock, but Tony Roberts. And she she came up with some stuff. She also came up with the flyers for my show in Atlanta that I'm doing like on the 23rd. It's a one-off show. Shout out to Jennifer, man. She's amazing at what she Shout does. out to Jennifer. I've never heard it out loud. I didn't know that's how you said it. Mm -hmm. You know what's and funny? I, I, I had to send her my number. I was like, oh, hit me real quick. And also she uh she 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 worked with me on the new merch that's about to come out. I got I got some of the merch. Nope. Like I got a mug, I got some of the stickers printed out. I'm just waiting on the shirts. Once the shirts get here, then we we gonna be good to go. But I got like this one right here. This is the control all the lead, and this is the ticket for the lit the heart. So I'm very excited about this new merch. You know what I'm saying? As soon as the t-shirts get here, we're gonna do the the photo shoot, and then we're gonna uh, get it going. Pat, I actually want you in the photo shoot. I was thinking about that today. I was like, I gotta get Pat in this goddamn photo shoot because that would yeah, be man. Lit. Can I uh can I can I suggest my my wear? Yeah, yeah, I got I got all those shirts, so we'll make it happen. Ooh, I know exactly which one. Mm -hmm. So yeah, man. It's I like how many uh, I like how many creative people are in the mob in the village that uh just be like showcasing their work and all that. Mm -hmm. I, like that. I appreciate that. She dope with the shit too. She's super dope with the shit. She's affordable. Um, but pay her. If you need a flyer or something, holler at her, a design or something, holler at her, but pay her because she's worth it. Pay her. Um, pay that woman. Feel shout, out to, shout out to Jennifine and everybody out there getting it. Uh, yeah. I, wanted, I wanted to talk about this thing that made CNN in Augusta, Georgia. This is somebody else who uh, got a job, but... Um, <laughs> The way they got the job was kind of uh, interesting. I wanted to know if anybody was walking this same high road. Uh, but a restaurant owner actually offered a job to the burglar who broke into his business. Um, <laughs> this dude is named Carl Wallace. Uh, it says, he, he said it was about just trying to be a mentor to somebody that's clearly on the wrong path in life. Uh, this guy owns uh, Diablo's Southwest Grill. Uh, and after, the, after they broke into it, uh, the owner responded, uh, no police, no questions. Um, let's sit down and talk about how we could help you and fix the road you're on. He wrote this on Facebook. Uh, with the break-in happening Easter weekend, Wallace said responding with forgiveness seemed like the right thing to do. He told CNN his initial reaction was anger and frustration. Then he felt sorry for the person and saw it as a mentoring opportunity. That's a high road. That's a high road. And it's like you caught him on Easter, you know, Carl Wallace. I'm assuming he might be a black dude, uh, you know, very wise and all of that. I don't know if I'm built like that. <laughs> 
it probably took him a lot of hard work and 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 BS to open up them doors. Mm -hmm. And uh, the, the dude waited until Easter for obviously a God fearing man to, mm -hmm. to take the day off. And um, man, that's that's pretty wild, right? I don't I don't know if I have it in me either, like because I know I'm petty, right? So like. I would take it personally that you tried to break into my business and ruin me, right? And and take food out of my family's mouth, out of my mouth, destroy right. my business. Like I would have taken it personally. That is a very high road. I don't know if I could breathe that high. That altitude, <laughs> the air gets kind of thin up there. I don't know if I'm equipped oh, for you're, that. You're saying it was like a mountainous road. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> That's not, I never thought of that imagery when I thought of high road, but yeah, that's mm. when the air get thin. Woo. It sounds like some some third party has to do that, like some third party mentor in the in neighborhood whose business wasn't personally touched mm -hmm. should take them and and do that. But when it was your business specifically, like you you're right, like you you almost too close to it. And I feel like even if he did that, like once he sits down with him, I feel like. It's it's liable to bubble up too much. He said the wrong thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? He, if he sit down, he's just not, like, not what are y'all paying are you, though? <laughs> not only are you fired, but I'm also about to fire on you. <laughs> exactly. Or not even hired. Like imagine he's like, I don't really work on my schedule. I can't really stay that late. I'm usually like robbing people. <laughs> I'm usually robbing businesses. He's just Yo. like, I should have I should have brought the cops. That's a, uh, that man, that, that, that takes a lot. That yeah. takes a lot to be able to do that. I take my hat off and commend that, that brother. Cause man, oh man. <laughs> For real. I, I just, I just, I'm just being realistic about myself. Shit. I wouldn't Woo! even trust it. I wouldn't trust it if I was the burglar either though. I'd be like, nah, <laughs> Listen, there's no say, way. I, 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 I would have one bad day. Like sales weren't good at the shop one day and I would take it out on him. I'd be like, you know what? You ready to go to jail, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought of that. Once he's hired, you still got that memory. Mm -hmm. And that footage. <laughs> and that footage. Ah, and how do you, that's my main thing. Once you hire him, who's to say, well, you gonna trust him? Was he gonna run the cashier? Right. <laughs> he can't be nowhere around the register. He can't be nowhere. He's going to be a server. Uh, actually, he's going to be a busser. All right? I don't even want you picking up the tab. And if that's if that's somebody left a cash tip, you go to the next table and bust that one down. You don't bust none of the tables with the cash tips on them. I don't, I, 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 you got to build that up, man. That's a different, that's a different, that's the love that Jesus displayed people, bro. Like, For real? imagine, imagine being Jesus. Hanging with, because Jesus didn't really hang with the church folks like that. He hung with the people that needed to be saved. So right. you going out of your way, you go in the club or the bar or the inn or whatever. And then as soon as you walk <laughs> in, somebody, hey, look at this goofy face motherfucker right here. You in there to save his soul and he start roasting yeah. you. Hey, this nigga sandals is busting his fuck, boy. You talking about the lepers? <laughs> the lepers, he was healing them, but some of them was just talking shit. <laughs> oh, here go this nigga again. Yeah. <laughs> he started healing them. Niggas was like, hey, man, my bad about that. You know what I'm saying? I was just, I was feeling bad. Jesus was like, it's all good, fool. Like, that's a, whoo. You think he had leechers? Like, hey, I know, I know, I know you heal me all the time, but like, my boy. <laughs> 
my boy is his arm kind of falling off like you think you could throw us a healing like he's like bro come on i'll, I'll be healing you hey time. that's what the disciples for the, the disciples gotta insulate them we gotta be like no 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 bro you already been come on fam come on bro you know we gotta spread it out don't do that <laughs> the moral battle <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, come on, bro. We, you been follow, you followed us for the last three towns, bro. Come on, bro. We gotta get to Jerusalem. We gotta handle it, bro. You out here wilding, my nigga. That was probably the the whoever had the the least amount of uh, writing in their books, like the most silent disciple. Mm -hmm. That was probably the, the the one who was like, yeah, you you you're a little too close to Jesus, bro. Like, Man, <laughs> somebody had to be Jesus muscle, dog. You you're not gonna sit up here and tell me like one that one of the disciples had to be like real muscle, like like Jesus, be like hey, hey, go hand the old boy by the door. <laughs> <laughs> what, like Jesus, Peter? Man, just, Jesus man, go pray for my old boy. Was just like nah, I got it though, but nah. <laughs> that visual is wild. It's like. Hey, Peter, hey, this is so here. funny. I might try it on stage this weekend, bro. I might have to try this on stage. <laughs> like, yeah, the, the dynamics of the, the, the disciples, who was yeah. the real one, who had hands, who, who had the ladies. <laughs> Somebody had to have hands, bro. Somebody had to have hands in the disciples. <laughs> the crazy one who you didn't, you like, ah, oh, snap. Whoever, who, whichever books were almost the same, one of them had the hands because they was too busy beating people up to like write down all their stories. So they just like, hey, what you write? <laughs> <laughs> Give me your first two chapters. <laughs> Mark? Okay, I can see Yeah, that. Lady Blue said it was Mark. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. That's he wild. said he didn't need no muscle. Because, <laughs> I mean, obviously, yo, he's the son of God. Obviously, he didn't need no muscle. But I mean, you know, like still, dog, you can't be out here performing miracles and also like smiting people. Like you gonna get a rep. People gonna be like, nah, you can't really trust old boy. So you gotta have somebody do it for you. Like physically, spiritually, he probably didn't need it, but you know, Dang, it's always good. True. He had people gunning for him. All the churches was after him. He had a lot of people after him and he was kind of just out there in these streets. So maybe. Bro, listen, Jesus was a rock star. They was washing his feet with their hair. That's rock star behavior, boy. That's yeah. rock star. Jesus, can you imagine the equivalent of Atlanta and Jerusalem? That city was lit, bro. Dang. You think it was like Atlanta back then? Oh, bro. They was out there ghost riding the camels and just. <laughs> Someone said Peter cut off someone's ear. Okay, I can see it being Peter. Oh, yeah. Peter was about that. Peter was about that life, bro. I wonder if Judas was always like the sketchy person in the group, you know? Bro, you like if he was always the person who was always doing slick stuff or like, yeah, everybody was just like, why'd you invite Judas, man? So, Judas like, sounds like the type of guy that would like cuff your lighter. He's like, he ain't like, and you know, it's him because he's the last mm -hmm. person you let start the campfire. He'd be like, Judas, where my two sticks at? He'd be like, I ain't even. <laughs> you think. Those type of lighters are being stolen. <laughs> He's like, hey, where's my, hey, you got my red two sticks? <laughs> Judas is like, he, he get back to his camera. He's like, yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> if that were the case, then after everything happened, they'd probably be like, I see, I knew, I told you about Judas. Like, <laughs> no one was that surprised. Like, if anybody, it was, I knew it was Judas. <laughs> yeah. 
Judas, man. Judas. Goodness gracious, dog. I never thought of them like a clique of friends, though, or an entourage. That's yeah, they had to. I wonder, nobody ever talks about, like, if if the disciples had women in their lives and, like, they just they no. just upped and left and went on, like, this world tour with Jesus. And they weren't making a whole lot of money. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure people were blessing with little love offering every now and then, but they myrrh. weren't making a whole lot of offerings. So they just, like, yeah, some of some myrrh and, you know, things like some yarn. But, <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> they writing home like, yo, it's been crazy on the road with Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Hoping I can get back home soon. <laughs> Imagine there was merch. Like he was like, yo, he came to Nazareth <laughs> in two, in year two. This <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> has all the, st- the the stop dates and stuff. It's literally two hard. edge marks. It's just like literally just <laughs> zero, 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 two, nigga. <laughs> It's called healing. It's him and all his boys. That'd be dope. Oh, that would be billions of dollars. Jesus Bro, merch. Remember back in the selling, day, selling the, the robes, the Jesus robes. They just out here like living life, man. Hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm probably gonna be thinking about this this version <laughs> all day. <laughs> I definitely am. I'm definitely gonna be like, bro. That's I gotta develop this. I, I I gotta I gotta I gotta. It's not it. even blasphemous too, because they was doing all that stuff. But it's yeah, just, I'm just this is just I'm really inquisitive about it because I want to know what was the friendship dynamic. That's that's crazy interesting because he was he was cool with everybody. He was cool with the prostitutes, the lepers. Yeah, probably a, a, a an amazing conversationalist. Bro, Jesus had to have stories. Jesus, had to, they was like they they get ready. They're like, hey, Jesus, tell them about the one time. When we were in the lions there. Oh, listen, <laughs> what a crazy story! Matter of fact, before I tell you that one, let me tell y'all how I walked on water and your boy here didn't believe in me when I told him. To come <laughs> Jesus seems like that that dude who'd be like, "Nah, nah, David, you tell it, you tell it better." And then he just sit there the whole time, and be like, "Yo," so it was like three lions. And <laughs> Jesus the whole time was just like. Nah, 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 nah. That's not how it happened. That's not how Keep it a buck. Keep it a buck. You gonna <laughs> lie like that like I'm not sitting here? You gonna lie like that like I'm not sitting here? Wow, you a wild boy. You Yeah, <laughs> he probably did have crazy stories. All the all the, the miracles that didn't even make the Bible. He was like, Damn. nah, don't even tell him. Don't, don't even tell him about that one. Don't even tell him about that one. That one was crazy, though. <laughs> That one was crazy though, though. No, no, don't, don't, don't write that one. Don't write that one. <laughs> wow. Oh man, that's good. Okay. You know what's crazy is that like we got we have the Bible, but we have no pictures to like validate any of this. And that's what really sucks, man. But listen, thing is, y'all don't have to get caught in the same predicament. Okay. You can get with paint your life and save and cherish all the memories that you've made with your family and friends and loved ones and significant other. It doesn't matter. You can take one, two, three pictures, you know what I'm saying? Get all the people that you need in one portrait, all right? This is, this is a professional painted portrait that you can get to put family members together, a cherished pet, uh, a, a, a special place. It doesn't matter. You can get this all done. And it, it it's truly amazing, man. Like, uh, it's a meaningful gift. It's something that is personal, something that can be cherished. 
Uh, and it's something that's different. Like we've all done the whole gift card thing and hopefully that somebody likes the cologne or perfume that you got them. You don't have to worry about any of this. You get to choose from a team of world-class artists. You work with them until every detail is perfect. Uh, they have a user-friendly platform, lets you order your custom-made hand-painted portrait in less than five minutes, and it's a quick and easy process. You get a hand-painted portrait in about three weeks. As I said, you can send any picture or pictures uh, of yourself, your children, family member, a special place, a cherished pet. Combine the photos together for one, po uh, one painting. Makes the perfect birthday gift, anniversary, wedding gift. It's meaningful, it's personal, can be cherished forever. Uh, Y'all seen my picture with me and Farron. Uh, Pat got a picture with him and his, his family in there. Um, and it's a great talk piece. When people come over, it's just a great conversation starter, man. And people always inquire about it, how they can get it. And the first thing people think is like, man, how much does that cost you? Trust me, you can afford it. I, I, I'll just tell you, you can afford it, especially right now, all right? Um, because at painterlife.com, there's no risk. If you don't love the final painting, your money is refunded, guaranteed. And right now is a limited time offer. Get 20% off your painting. That's right, 20% off and free shipping. To get this special offer, just text the word INTERNET to 64000. That's INTERNET to 64000. One more time, text INTERNET to 64000. Paint your life, celebrate the moments that matter most. All right. Uh, terms apply available at paintyourlife.com slash terms. Again, text internet to 64,000. You never know how many, like how much you need a painting until you start getting them. Mm -hmm. You're like, I want a lot more of these. Yeah. <laughs> Cause like, I literally didn't really, you know, set out to have like any like extravagant painting. Mm -hmm. that, that that that's like the coolest thing in my house now <laughs> man it's real bro really As, it's grown too you feel more mature when you start doing stuff like that you be like mm -hmm. i should have been did this really? next up linen i'm getting new sheets it's about to go down new sheets a duvet i'm getting all of that shit i'm grown now hey upgrading the sheets is is a big is a big old deal that's a real thing man that's a real thing man while we are on the theme of failed robberies, um, I don't, I don't know if this was happening in East St. Louis at the schools. Um, we had a couple of uh, crazy scandals with, you know, with the teachers and and, and staff at a couple of schools that I went to, but nothing was as crazy as this. So I just want to put you guys in the uh, in the position of uh, this random and unfortunate high school. Um, in North Carolina. So imagine you, uh, you are, um, you know, a, a little kid in North Carolina, basketball dreams. You go to high school, you make the, you make the team. You got Mr. Johnson, you know what I mean? Mr. Excuse me, Mr. Harris, Mr. Harris, he's coaching the team. You guys are running drills. Um, you know, he's, 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 the, he's motivating you guys. And, um, you, you, you come to school one day and you, you go to practice and you're like, where's Mr. Harris? Turns out him and his brother-in-law the just the night before ran up on a Mexican cartel's stash house wearing bulletproof vests and guns and tried to rob the Mexican cartel. 
this was a this this happened to a a basketball coach. He he this was this was his plan. Him and him and his brother-in-law met up. They were they were they were tailing uh somebody in the cartel who had a stash house and uh they 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 ran up to steal money and drugs. Um and uh but unfortunately the bulletproof vest that they were wearing did not help against the ammunition that the cartel was using. So, um, yep, they didn't make it. Um, the, um, the, the brother-in-law got away or just wasn't at the scene. The, the coach was left riddled with bullets. And they, they pull out that, that word every now and again. Uh, but what's crazy is that the cartel member that he was trying to rob was found bound and executed with him. So either they got to him and then they got killed or, you know, maybe, I don't know. But that is a crazy story from the kid's point of view. It's like, Coach Harris, what? That is like, that is the most random after school special to like, you already know the school is just like buzzing with that. Like, did you hear? Yes, I heard. <laughs> that's not, that's not a, a story you could just expect you to hear. <laughs> I, I switched gears three times in that story. Cause I had, <laughs> I had queued up some jokes ready to go in on Mr. Harris. <laughs> and then when you said he died, I was like, well, can't do that. Okay. <laughs> Well, and then when you said <laughs> they found the cartel got next to him, it made me think like like you said like maybe you know Mr. Harris and his 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 boy got to him, or the cartel found out that that the the that member was maybe working with Mr. Harris. Like, yo, I'll show you what the stash house is. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you who's there. You just come in, you rob us, and then you break me off x amount of dollars. Like right. that's also could have happened, but I tell you what, it's a lot of things that uh I would try in life. <laughs> a lot of things, you know. I was gonna go, I was gonna go skydiving. You know, mm -hmm. that's not really a, a, a POC activity, but right. I was gonna go. I've done, I've done snorkeling. You know, uh, I did the helicopter tour. You know, I, I've jumped off a gorge, you know? I've done a lot of things. I've tried a lot of things. I've had, you know, ambitions. Some may say of a grandeur mm -hmm. and, 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 and out, of my, out of my reach. Mm -hmm. One thing I would never try. Right. Ever. Is to rob a cartel. Just, you just, you listen, man, too many movies too many podcasts, too many documentaries. Like, you can't have all of this proof and think that it's bullshit, baby. Like, you and one person? That, listen, let's say that you did, let's say they got away with it, right? You you think word ain't gonna get, somebody gonna talk. Man. The old, I, I've, I've always heard this old saying, and in this situation, it doesn't ring more true. The only way to keep a secret between two people is for one that didn't die. Shit. <laughs> you mean between him and the brother-in-law? Yep. 
So you're saying at some point it would get absolutely because first of all, here's the thing: everybody's not disciplined enough to like. This is why I've always never robbed a bank. I never thought about robbing a bank because realistically, the banks that you would need to hit, you don't have the you don't have the the, the game plan to to hit a bank to change your life forever. Like in a sense of financially, like like get enough to where everybody's getting walking away with like five to ten million dollars or two to five million dollars you're not gonna you're not gonna hit a bank because you need at least four to five people you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying possibly six with the getaway driver if you're not counting him in the four to five people right then right. like i've talked about before what you gonna do you ain't never laundered and washed no money before how you gonna spend this you mean to tell me you're gonna slowly hold on to this and not change your lifestyle at all? You got three million dollars buried in your backyard. You ain't gonna want to get a new car, you ain't gonna want to get a new house. You can't lie and say you won the lottery. You can't say somebody died and left it to me. People are gonna be asking me questions. Your wife, the kids, somebody's gonna talk. Man, somebody's gonna talk. And you don't think the and- Mexican cartel can make you talk? They be using machetes and stuff, they don't Mexican. play. <laughs> they do not play. Man, and um, it, first of all, the dude was black. I don't know if I said that. <laughs> Mr. Harris was a black dude, uh, very, very ballsy. But I can tell that the plan wasn't shit. They didn't even get the right body armor. They probably had body armor that could stop like a, a, a regular weapon. And then well, they found a, out that their guns were very much irregular. Here's <laughs> the thing. It's not, it's not even that. It's not, it's not even that. They could have had the right body armor. The thing with, with like a, 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 a Kevlar uh, body, body plate, right? Once it takes one bullet, the integrity is jeopardized, which means that the next couple ones could go through because it's not like, it, it, it's not going to stop a barrage of bullets. It's not going to stop 30 bullets. It's meant to like protect you against one or two, like you going into a real gun, you know, no. Well, no, I mean, there's body armor in the, the in the army that can take multiple like rounds from like a rifle. Right, it, in, the where? But, in the where? Uh-huh. In where? the army. In the army. But that's what I'm saying. In the oh, yeah. article, yeah, they yeah. specifically said his stuff was not ready for the bullets. It wasn't, the, it wasn't even the right material for the bullets that they had, which just mean that I don't even think one would have mattered or not. You know, I think it was just the, the, the armor that they had was not anything compared to the guns that the cartel had. Like they had actual, actual burners. So and all of all of the, the reports say the same thing. It's like their 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 bulletproof vest was not ready or was not meant to stop these guns. And they they show it, yep. And it does not. It looks like it looks like he went to bulletproofvest.com. It's very much a regular looking vest. But um, that's that's a lot. The other dude was, yeah. It says his his uh, hands and feet were bound, and he had been shot twice in the back of the head. Uh, he was alive, um, but he later died at the the hospital. That's an insane story. And then and here's the here's the here's the cherry on top. The uh the main thing that he taught to his uh um students that I guess he like left with them was his saying, which was all love, no fear. And all the students are saying that's forever a part of who we are. Yeah, I mean he didn't have a lot of that fear stuff, clearly. But 
few. Few. That's a lot. That's a lot. Rest in peace, Coach Harris. Um, guys, don't uh, don't Who don't. Said, wait, so somebody said, "Did I say caviar?" <laughs> no, I said Kevlar. <laughs> Kevlar. Oh, Kevlar. Hey, Abby, so did you say caviar, Julia? No, no, I did not. But that's funny. Woo. Well, that was a uh, that was an L for uh, that was an L for us, us us black people. So let's talk about a W. <laughs> Julia uh, said the fear would have saved him. Yeah. Listen, Julia. No. When sometimes when people are motivated, it ain't no talking them down off that cliff, man. Like some. Yeah. I don't. Anyway, anyway, I'm just leave that alone. What? I'm just, I just, I just don't. I just don't think. Like, how would you ever think that was a good idea? Like, I'd where are you gonna go? Where you? Let's say y'all would have made away with like seven hundred thousand dollars. Then what? Then what? I'm sure what he if, wouldn't have gone to school back again. What? What <laughs> no if way. you? What if you would have made it back? This was. This was how I, I said. People don't think stuff too. What if you would have made it back mm-hmm. home, right? And you good. But then they find out two weeks later and they find out where you work at. Now you put all of those kids in harm's way. Because what they're like, they, they the content, they don't care. They ain't no real rules. It's 2021. Do you think they like the women and children are exempt? No, they're gonna make an example. Now you're yep. putting all your students at risk. It's just, it just from the beginning, it's just not a good idea. They could have came up to the school and done something stayed? crazy. Huh? You think he would have stayed though? I feel like he knew that was his last day at that school regardless, because win or lose, I don't think he was going back to, if he, if he took all that money in drugs, you think he would have came to school? I don't know, man. I, I, don't, I don't know, bro. I, I, I mean, you, you're talking like, from the aspect of a person that uses common sense. Right. But the reality is a person that uses common sense would have never found themselves in that situation. Nope. So it's hard to say what, what events or actions would have followed after if he had got away with it because a common a person that used common sense regularly would not have put the, put themselves or their family in that position. Like, yeah, that's no, that's facts. That's, that's just crazy as hell to me. You, you think while he was shopping for bulletproof vests, they were trying to guess what kind of guns the cartel had? Like, Bro, like it's, <laughs> it's like, it's like y'all, y'all, y'all don't have machine guns, do they? <laughs> Just get the let's get the body armor light. <laughs> Man, none of that was none of that was smart, dog. None, none, none of out of all the things that you could have did, bro. You could have did a Ponzi scheme. You could have did like that little Lotus thing and put the money in investment. You, you, bro, you could have, you could have like just t- been satisfied with what you had. You know what I'm saying? And and if you you feel like you need something else, then all you had to do was just go to Hawthorne. Okay, you could have went to Hawthorne, got you a premium grooming scent, something that's tailored for you. Now mm. you feel like a boss, huh? Yep. All you have to do is take a quiz, a two-minute quiz, where they ask you questions like, what type of person are you? What What do you like to do? If you go out, what do you drink when you go out? Do you drink meat? you drink cocktails? you drink beers? Like, who are you as a person? And then based on that information, they craft you a signature scent. This is just for you. That's boss as hell. Come on, man. Like, and at the end of it, because I did the survey as well, I got the essentials bundle. 
uh, with all the products tailored to me. I got the the, the uh, shampoo, the body wash, the conditioner, the candles, and of course I got the cologne. I, all of it smells amazing. Get compliments all the time. Uh, Deliver right to my home. Didn't have to go nowhere. Go for it. Hawthorne takes all the risk, all the risk yep. out of shopping for personal care by giving you free shipping on all of your orders and returns. And if you don't like your products, they'll even retailer them for you based on your feedback. Come on. That's risk-free, people. This is this, this something that should be a no-brainer. This common sense people need to hop all on this. With high-quality self-care products tailored specifically to your needs from Hawthorne, looking your best has never been easier, okay? So if you want to use common sense and you want to smell your best, you want personal grooming, fellas, if you want personal grooming to be easy as it can get, take Hawthorne's quiz today and get started on your personalized self-care routine by going to Hawthorne.co, that's .co, and use the promo code DIYS to get 10% off your first purchase. That's H-A-W-T-H-O-R-N-E, Hawthorne.co, promo code D-I-Y-S. Hawthorne.co, promo code D-I-Y-S. Noish. You know what I'm saying? Noish. Good stuff. Um, So, yeah, we talked about uh, quite the L, uh, an unfortunate uh, Black coach took. Uh, So let's let's, let's celebrate some W's because... um, Let's go. Uh, this this is actually pretty big. If this happens, uh, hopefully it will lead to a snowball effect um, of other you know black families that this happened to throughout history. But uh, it's kind of cool because it's looking like uh, a black family originally owned Manhattan Beach Resort, um, and uh, the descendants may regain regain the land, which is worth about seventy two million dollars. Crazy. Uh, this is a hundred years after a black family was forced out of owning a resort in Los Angeles um, along Manhattan Beach due to racism. Uh, and their descendants will gain ownership of the land yet again. This was all the way back in 1912. Uh, Charles and Willa Bruce owned a beach resort that welcomed African-Americans, but their dream was cut short due to the racist policies at the time. And the land was seized from them on uh, on uh Pretty recently, though, Los Angeles officials announced that their descendants will gain ownership of the land again, and it is currently worth $72 million. So if if, if this happens, I mean, obviously, it sucks for the, the, the ancestors and the descendants that this happened mm-hmm. to, but for that to be like, first of all, the fact that that was looked over on an official level and, and given this attention is really, really dope, but we're hoping that this can be like a catalyst, like... Who else got their land stolen? Oh, dare, yeah. dare we look into some Native American families? Because they don't, they don't, they don't want to know. Or I mean, they know, but I mean, they don't. Mm-hmm. You know, that's 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 going to be a a whole thing, a whole revolution. So, fingers crossed, you know, because obviously, you want a revolution. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Do you want a revolution? A lot of stolen stuff on this country. So you know, I'm sure people have been hesitant to open up that Pandora's box, but mm-hmm. we'll see. We will see. Imagine though, imagine just owning a beach resort all of a sudden, just like, by the way, the Moors owned, uh, I don't know, Venice. I'd be kind of Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm gonna tell you this though. I probably wouldn't, I wouldn't own anything there. I would- uh, You don't like Venice? 
No, I, I, I like it. I think I would just lease the land out. I would just, you know, own it and, and, and or keep it, but to let other businesses go. I don't want to have to deal with people like that, you know, coming in there with their energy. Uh, you ran my favorite restaurant out, all of that shit. Yeah, no, that's cool. Y'all stay here. Y'all stay here. You just pay. Look at me. Look at me. I'm the captain now. You pay me and I'm going up. I'm, I'm going up and I'm a rent. You know what I'm saying? That's just that just is what the fuck it is. So there's no there's no beach that like you know tickles your fancy that you would want to own out here. Out here, nigga, yeah. no, no, no. I'm not dealing with no goddamn tourists on a daily basis. Hell no, nah, man. You know I don't even like people like that. Fuck no, nah, man. I let them businesses stay. They just finna pay me like they wait. Yeah, you paying me like well, I'm charging by square footed. Oh, you got a nice little thing going here. What, what's your foot traffic like? Oh, we get a couple hundred, man, thousand in every day. What? Okay, cool. Okay, well, this is your new rent now. Yeah, that's what that's what the fuck I'm doing. Absolutely. I don't want to own now. No, no, no. no, no. I'm going to oh. keep the land, though. I'm going to keep the land. Absolutely. Listen, man, th- these fucking malls, you ever go to a mall and you see a store? You're like, oh, man, you know, I've never seen nobody in there and shit. And then, like, a month and a half later, that store is closed. And then, you know what happens in another month? Another fucking store is in there. And guess what? That rent didn't go down. That rent is what it is. I'll get everybody a chance. Everybody's welcome. Come on the beach, right? Pay this goddamn money. I ain't doing shit but coming through and collecting. That's it. That's it. I, don't, I ain't got to deal with the people. I ain't got to deal with rude customers saying, ah, I'm going to leave a yap and all of that shit. I hope you don't, because I like this place. But if you do, there'll be another one here in a month, motherfucker. <laughs> that does take a lot of pressure off when you're not actually Hell running yeah. this stuff. Just like whoever's here, just this is the rent. <laughs> I don't That's, care it. That's it. That's it, man. Shop. Because that, that, that I'm just, I own the land. I'm just leasing the land. I'm not responsible for the upkeep of the restaurants. I, yo, your refrigerator go out. That's whoever you got the building from. And the people who own the building, that's who, that's who paid me. I ain't got to deal with none of that shit, bro. I'm a goddamn cousin. I go in that bitch. They won't even know I own the place. Uh, Oh yeah. You just come in and thong sandals and nobody (laughs) just like, yeah, it's my bitch. Dressed like Bill Gates, nigga. Steve, old Steve Jobs with a black black turtleneck and some stonewashed jeans and some some New Balance. Shoot, if I feel like I'm the opposite. If I own the beach, you gon' know it's gonna be called Patrick Beach. Every trash can is gonna be like, put your waist in here, and it's gonna be me like this. <laughs> Every like, no. can you imagine the stress of the 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 of trying to to keep up with the upkeep of that. Like if you were really that invested in the beach and you, the, the homeless population out there alone would just like make you feel some type of way because you want to do more, but it's like, well, what do you do? You know, if you let more come in, you can run away the tours, you run away the tourists. And now nobody's utilizing these businesses. The business go out and nobody comes back in because it has a reputation for, you know, people not adhering or, or, or stepping up or whatever the case may be. Now you taking the L. So like, I don't want to have to deal with all that stress, man. I'll let the landlords and all that shit just pay me for yeah. my land. I can imagine yeah. paying somebody to deal with that stress though, for sure. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, somebody who's just like passionate about, I don't know, beach scapes. And they just want to, <laughs> you find that person, we golden. You just like, all right, yeah. Make sure it's nice and clean. People are having fun. 
you know, put little like cutouts of me everywhere, some <laughs> trampolines, and then you're good. <laughs> Patrick Beach sounds like it'd be great. So. Oh man, fuck all that. I'm good, man. I'm good. Sure. Someone else who uh, randomly came up after uh, something bad happened. There was a teacher that was fired after her OnlyFans clip with one of the students went viral. Obviously we're in the age of OnlyFans. I'm seeing like a lot of people post videos like this is my grandma taking me out the wheel when they found my OnlyFans and like all this wild stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, apparently um, this is her name is Esme, Esme Rose. And uh, sounds like, uh, you know, sounds like this is a great marketing for her OnlyFans, to be honest, because she was a high school teacher and she was abruptly let go from her job after the video surfaced on OnlyFans with a student. Now, she has gone on record and stated that it was a former student, so she believes she was wrongfully discharged. But since then, uh, she's gone on to be one of the top creators on OnlyFans. So it's almost like some of Lesson the- in disguise. Some of these stories are the the marketing for, and you know, honestly, she it could have been if if it says she went it went viral, she could have been thinking about quitting her job anyway and doing that full time. So it could have very not, possible, you know. Man, but, listen, at the end of the day, man, people I think people get comfortable, they get lax, and they forget that they are the representation for their place of employment, whether they are on or off the clock, and then some of it just goes without saying like you, discretion is a, is a thing that i think is lost on a lot of people in this new generation um my personal business my personal business you know what i'm saying I, you ain't gotta worry about me having no only fans i got too many noticeable tattoos if i'm gonna have only fans i ain't trying to hide it you're you gonna just see my goddamn face and that's just gonna be what the <laughs> fuck is gonna be okay but i'm also not working for a, a a company where if i fraternize with the people that that attend this company i could go to jail or lose their job Mm -hmm. it's, it's like it just it just common sense gotta kick in at some point man it's it's stories like this and the one that we just got thought got through talking about with mr harris that makes me really wonder how we have survived as a human <laughs> race like I, i'm surprised bro i'm surprised it's not so many more car accidents because sometimes people are just just fucking dumb bro like i just I, I was having a conversation with my daughter a couple nights ago and she was telling me some shit and I was just looking at her. I was like, yeah, you're not ready to drive yet. Because this, just based on your responses in this conversation, I love you to life, but you ain't, you ain't ready to be around other people where you could potentially end some shit with your bumper. You know what I'm saying? Like, like some people just, bro, it, I, it really baffles me as a race that we have come this far, but then it also is completely understandable that we have so much further to go because people are weird, bro. Yeah, for real though. And I feel like as people with common sense, it's hard to try to break, like you stress yourself out trying to break this down because you're trying to figure out like, how did you like come to this plan and execute it? like? with thinking and it's like you ever hear somebody that's just like yeah, I'm, i mean he's just like that you know he just yeah he just like i think that's that's really it like some people just you know they don't come to it like the same way we do they just i don't you know, know what's crazy lack of uh jennifer you funny she said people be people peopling all day that's that's they fucking do. funny and hilarious peopling Hit, 
here's the thing though like sometimes the weird and the 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 long shots work in your favor right like john delorium i i i recently just watched the the documentary on him uh you can watch it it's it's a little long and it felt repetitive at parts uh they really focus in on how you know they tried to catch him up and this drug scandal and all of that but john delorium is the guy who came out with delorium uh he worked for a, a number of car companies before and they called him like a the wild wild card because he took so many crazy risks when he came out with the GTO. He's, he was the brainchild behind the GTO, putting that mm. big motor inside of that car. And at the time, the company was like more of a, a older Perkins person's car. So they was like, oh, where's, you know, Pontiac is for the old people. He's like, trust me, it's going to sell. And, you know, they only, they only gave him like 5,000 cars to come out with at first because, because they didn't think it was going to work. And then they couldn't keep up with the fucking demand of it, right? So right. then he was supposed to go to, uh, I think, GM or something like that, or, or he went to another one. But long story short, he ended up getting fired because they didn't agree with his lifestyle, right? So he came out with his own shit, right? And 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 the DeLorean was fire as fuck. But because he took this money from, I think it was fucking like Germany or something like that, or, or somewhere that was like in war, or just like just not an ideal place, and they had never built cars on a large scale like this. The cars were poorly made, right? And so this motherfucker was losing money. Thought he was gonna get some more money from the government, didn't work out. And this motherfucker ends up in bed with some some drugs. What he thinks is, is drug people, and he's just gonna like funnel the money and give them a little money, and he's gonna make a big payday and shit like that. It's like those long shots panned out for a while for him. You know what I'm saying? Betting on himself, going crazy shit, panned out for a while for him. Right. But then everybody has their day, bro. Like, that shit catches up with you, and that's what happens with him. He lost everything, lost his company, the company went under, lost his family, all of that type of shit. Like, his, his son hates the fucking DeLorean. He's like, I see this car and I just think about how it ruined my family, how it took my dad away from me, all of that type of shit. Did, did gonna, he get killed? No, no, he went to jail though. He went to jail because they 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 got him for uh trying to like buy drugs with the intent of distribution and sale and and him paying like like saying that basically he gave them he's like I'm not giving you any money but I'll give you the stock in the company not knowing that the fucking company this stock was dead. There was no more than fucking money in this company. His company was bankrupt and shit. But he still like, and it's the crazy, here's the craziest thing about the documentary, right? At one point, they were looking at this drug lord that was actually moving big weight, right? And so uh, <laughs> the intelligence were, they got him in a room with John DeLorean to like validate this deal that this officer is, is brokering between the both of them. And the, the big, big dope dude was like, nah, I'm good. He's like, you know, sometimes you, you can't be greedy. You be greedy, that's how you get caught and shit. This Say motherfucker that, wait, had wait, wait, to... Wait. They were trying to catch both of them. They were trying to catch John DeLoria and the drug lord at the same time. And so uh -huh. they put him in the same room like, this guy's gonna help us and this is the guy that's gonna provide the shit. And he was like, uh, nah, I'm good. It basically, like, it sounds too good to be true. And when you sound too good to be true, you become greedy. When you come be greedy, you get caught. So he's like, I'm out. Hopped on this fucking plane and dipped, right? And so they didn't even have a case against this nigga. But they knew he was moving the shit. But 
he was like, he had the wherewithal. He was like, nah, because every dog has his day. And this might be the thing that get me fucked up. I ain't never worked with y'all. I don't know this nigga, none of this shit. I'm good, bro. And, and then, so- What was this disguised as? This was a sting, obviously, right? Yeah, yeah, they had the cameras and all of that shit. So they what were was just- disguised as again? Somebody that was, so like, I don't know if it's the FBI or the CIA, but they had an informant. And this mm-hmm. informant had got used to living a certain lifestyle because of the money that you know the intelligence company was giving him so it started to dry up so he reached out to john delorium to try to set up a deal so he could like continue to eat off of the fbi or the cia whichever one it was so he was just basically like just trying to he's just like fuck it i just want to keep living good and john delorium needed the money to save his company so he was like well fuck it let's let's make it work then you know what i'm saying and they was trying to get this deal going and all of this shit on the day that they got this shit they said everything is good he's gonna bring the shit in these motherfuckers pop some champagne and he got the champagne and they toasting the shit and then the dude comes in he was like i'm such and such from the fbi this motherfucker still got the champagne in his hand he's like okay (laughs) wow what's up what's up he's like go ahead and stand up and put your arms behind your back he was like oh shit that's when it set in Bro, it's it's a wild. Whoa! So he didn't know the dude was an informant, obviously. But nah. the, the other the other drug lord was supposed to be there too. Well, the other drug lord they were trying to they were trying to catch him up on some shit, but he he wised up. He got the fuck out of Dodge. Wow! It's a it's a wild story, dog. Like I I don't I don't know how they're just now doing like this documentary about it. And I also don't know how there isn't a movie about him. Like this motherfucker right. was wild. He had a model as a wife, you know, two beautiful kids, the dog, the whole thing. Left the, the big corporate gigs like, fuck you, I'm starting my own shit. Started a fucking company. Had Johnny Carson as an investor and shit. Made this fucking dope ass, futuristic ass car, right? You would think that this shit was just like, oh, these motherfuckers living the American dream. And that shit like, fucked his life up that's crazy because i guess if he would have just had that design with a better like distributor or just like a manufacturer it probably would have been a hit yes but he he took it to a place where they they had never made cars on a large scale like that before so the cars were poorly made when they shipped them over to the u.s to like do the the trial test and shit like that nobody would pass it they was like this shit is horrible nigga this shit is trash it was it, it was extremely heavy Right, because it's, it's it's a steel body car, like, and for those that ask, the documentary is on um, it's on Hulu. I think it's called Frame and Delorium, because they they would try to frame them. So, wow, it's crazy, bro. But like, you see shit like that, you're like, man, for some people those long shots work, but a lot of times it's like, bro, you just gotta like at least analyze the risk versus the reward on the shit that you're thinking about doing, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I always, like I always, I always try to think of ch- life like chess. Like, this might be a good move right now, mm-hmm. but three moves from now, like if I go this way, this way, how is this going to affect that? And I get like, you know, sometimes you got to be spontaneous, you got to live in the moment and shit like that. But bro, you get one life. Mm-hmm. You get no extensions, you get no continues, you get no redos, none of that shit. You get one fucking life you can always make more money you can always buy another car get another crib another apartment some shit like that you can get another guy another girl where the fuck but you get one life you get no more time you can't get no extensions on that shit ain't that bro just like come on man 
just be smart. Mm-hmm. It's very true. Cause like spontaneity should only be associated with fun. You know, like you should mm-hmm. like people who are spontaneous. It's like, let's go to the beach or let's get on a plane. You know what I mean? It should be fun stuff, not like major decisions and dangerous stuff. Like you can't be spontaneous and get into a gambling rig. Like <laughs> at all. I just spontaneously just got on my phone to play best things because this game is, 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 is just that fun. And like, I don't even know what I'm doing. Sometimes I pick up my phone and I don't even have intentions on doing it. It just, it just happens. I, before I know it, I've launched the game and I'm having a blast and listen, man, if you have the time, which you always do, because we all deserve a break every now and then. This is an amazing match three casual mobile puzzle game. I, I can't put it down. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm um, I'm pretty obsessed with this game as, as well as Pat and as well as the other people because it has 100 million downloads. So we're obviously not the only people that love this. These days, I can't keep oh, yeah. my favorite game um, with me all the time. Then I'm not going. Okay, if I can't whip my phone out at any time I want to and play Best Fiends, I'm probably not going to go to whatever you invited me to. All right, Best Fiends has thousands of levels plus new uh, content added all the time. So you'll never run out of entertainment, right? You don't have to be a hardcore gamer to love this casual game. It's made for adults, but it's fun for all, unless you hate fun, in which case, you know, this nothing is really for you. Okay, this, this, but this, this right here is fantastic. Um, I think I'm finally on like level like 306 or something like that. Uh, took a little time off because I had got mad. You know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, I should have got that one. But now I'm back at it. You know, I don't know what Pat is, but I'll tell you what I don't need. I don't need you all in my inbox. I'm about, oh, you only there? First of all, I'm taking my time. It's not a race. This is a marathon for your boy. The marathon continues. Um, with Best Fiends, there's always something new to do today and tomorrow and the day after that. Literally thousands of levels to play and counting, plus tons of cute characters to collect. So you never get tired of solving puzzles. And good news with Best Fiends, the fun never ends. Just don't blame me when you become slightly obsessed, okay? Now, what I want you guys to do is have this fun for yourself. Try it out for yourself. Tell your friends and family about it. Make sure they download it. You can download Best Fiends for free today on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's best friends without the R, mm-hmm. best fiends. Oh, yeah. Very fun game. The fun. Um, in other news, <laughs> this is just funny. Um, I, I love inquiring people about like horror stories in terms of dating because like it's 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 shocking to see just like we were talking about with the 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 coach that tried to rob the cartel it's mm. shocking to see other people's executions and the stuff they actually say and do and try and 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 it's it's like you you never know um how many people have amazingly funny stories which to them was just like a bad date or a bad weird thing that happened but I don't know. I personally try to inquire about these things because every now and then you run into stories like this, um, which is a post that, you know, a a young woman um, put on, I think, Facebook or Instagram. And it was an invoice. 
And the caption is, a guy just mailed me a bill for our dinner a few weeks ago because I didn't text him back. I cannot make this shit up. I saw this yesterday, bro. Wow. I saw this yesterday and I could do nothing but just laugh at it. It's literally an invoice. I'll even read it. He itemized um, it for it too. Itemized it. So you know he, he got a job in corporate. But um, there was um, <laughs> there was a couple items. There was a Moscow Mule, the tap uh -huh. Uh -huh. for 10 bucks. Total 10. Uh, the tap, which is beer. Uh, smoked hickory barbecue pulled pork tacos. Sounds pretty good. And then get this. A processing fee. <laughs> uh, it only totaled about $38 or so, but um, he held on to that. He held on to that and he said, this better go all the way. Because imagine they went on a couple dates or I, the, the fact that it was a few weeks later too. If you're gonna have the audacity, you might as well tell them uh, before the date, or right after, at least. <laughs> the invoice, she be, she was on a net 30. <laughs> that's, Listen, that's on a net 30? That's great. That's great. That is. Yo, if y'all yeah. don't get that joke and how good of a joke that was, look it up, man. Look up net 30. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta wait. Wait for the invoice to go through. Oh, that is hilarious. Let me tell you something, man. Um, the best thing for her might be to pay the invoice and just put a restraining order on this nigga because he is obviously of 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 of, of not of right mind. Um, <laughs> anyone that and I admire Penny, but this nigga has a problem. Like, Man. like, like, I'm not going to invoice you because you don't talk to me. That's your God given right to not talk to me. And when you choose to invite a young lady out more than likely, unless you guys have discussed previous or, 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 or different arrangements, you're going to pay. You're going to pay. So whether she talks to you or not, you still pay. You chalk that up. And it, it's her right to not want to talk to you. My homegirl called me last night, couldn't answer. I, call, I called her back this morning and uh, I said, like, hey, what's up? Sorry, I missed your call. She was like, sorry, I realized it was late when I called. I was a little shaken up. She said, I just dropped my homegirl off and I was at a light and this guy was looking at me. And she was like, I know the difference between when somebody's looking at me and like admiring me and when it's a creepy look. And she's not conceited at all. She is very attractive, very attractive young lady, but she's not conceited at all. She just was excited. She knows the difference between looks and what that intention light. might be at a red light. So she says she, you know, calmly but discreetly locked her door, right? And she said he rolled down his window. It was like, pull over. And so she was like, no. So she takes off, the light changes. He gets in front of her, cuts her off. And still has his window like, pull over. Let me talk to you. Pull over. So now she's like, what the fuck? So she goes around him, takes off. He's still right here, right? 
cuts her off again. So she turns down a street to where he has already overshot it because he cut her off and he wouldn't be able to like, like get, a, get, get, get back behind her as fast. So she right. hits that street, takes off, right? Hits another right, hits another left, takes off. And she was like, I was shaking so bad. And I, I felt for her in that moment. I always feel for women, but like to be harassed like that because you look a certain way and he may have just wanted her to pull over just so he could talk, but that's not how you do that at night. Goal, yeah. After 10 o'clock, it's after 10 o'clock at night. She doesn't know you. You staring at her. You roll your window down. You're screaming. No matter if you're screaming because of the distance, you're screaming at her. Pull over. You're a stranger. Like maybe at the third cutoff, she'll like me. I just, I don't get it. Exactly. Exactly. And it's like people don't think about how their actions affect people and how they're perceived. And it's just like you will this will stay with her every time she thinks about going out at night every time she wants to make a quick run to walgreens or the gas station she's going to think about this instance every time somebody does actually wave at her from a car she's going to think about this this will be attached to so much of her future at night all because you didn't know how to conduct yourself like a fucking decent human being right and that shit just it makes me so like, mad, bro. Whether, whether or not he was planning on being violent or not doesn't even really matter. Because It doesn't. It's like, you need to understand you are being scary, sir. Like, what? Like, how do niggas do not have the awareness? Like, bro, you are terrifying somebody. So it's just like you after the second after. The, I mean, you shouldn't have to cut somebody off to get their attention. But like you, you try to second and third. That's 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 wild. I I just don't know who, what the the end goal is or like who taught who taught these niggas. No, I don't know where. Like, there are so many guys that can't discern between confident and arrogant, uh, between being uh persistent slash assertive and just being fucking aggressive as fuck. Yeah. Right. Because there's a thin line, but also it's like I always like approach it like how you would want somebody to approach your mom or your sister or your daughter or your niece or your cousin. You coming off super aggressive like that. If you saw that shit happening to your that family member, you would want to say something, right? Okay, right. well, stop displaying that energy to the people that you're interested in. That's not how you get their attention like that. And right. if you feel like you have to get somebody's attention like that, that's probably somebody you shouldn't be talking to because that's a toxic trait that you have to do all of that to get their attention. And then you get their attention and they like that shit. Mm -hmm. that, 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 that type of shit, that's where couples be fighting with each other. Y'all go to places and you're bleeding. And it's just, it's like, who wants that in their life? Yeah. That shit is just, it's so unnecessary, bro. Like that's hella true. I I, 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 I actually heard about that within the last like four or five years. Like the um just what you said, uh women who uh the, the persistence at some point they just give in and they the, and then like men think that that's how it's it's supposed to be. But like, yeah, I, I remember a woman told me that that's like a huge red flag for somebody who just like isn't taking no as an answer just yes. like running all those red lights like that's a that's a that's a red flag for something that 
it might come out in a bunch of horrifying different ways later. So it's, it's, it sucks that I don't, it's, it's like, there's, there should be a very, very simple handbook. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's just like, this is what you don't do. This is what you don't, this is what you can do. This is what you never do. This is what you never say. You know what I mean? It seems yeah. like there could be a cut and dry, simple handbook. But it, it seems like all these dudes is running around with some wild teachers or, or examples to be doing this stuff. And it's weird. Bro. No awareness and, whatsoever. And you know what? A lot of times, too, is like, yo, the, the people that they grew up watching or the people that they hang around either condone it or that's what they see. That's what they're seeing growing up. And it's like, I'm the type of guy where if I see one of my homeboys doing some bullshit, I'm going to check it. Right. That might cause some tension. That might cause some friction in our friendship, but I would rather I would rather chastise him in in public so people know I don't condone that type of behavior or that type mm -hmm. of talk or that whatever it may be than find out, you know, weeks later that something crazy went down and I could have helped prevent it had I just been more vocal and not right. afraid to, to check a friend for doing some bullshit. Nigga, if you want to stop being friends with me because I see you being disrespectful to a woman or or to anyone that's just out, you're just doing it outlandishly. Oh, well, I mean, nigga, that's, that's thank you. Probably, that's probably. one last person I have to remember that birthday. That's <laughs> you helping me. I, I, I appreciate it. I'm not, ladies, listen, I, 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 if you single out here, man, I, I, I'm sorry. These, some of these niggas are trash. All right. <laughs> and then fellas, fellas, if you in a relationship, nigga, just do what you need to do. If you got a good one on your, on your team, she's supporting, she looking out for you, man, do what you need to do, bro. Cause you don't want to be back out in these single streets. This shit is crazy out here. All right. Especially if y'all already got like some, some time in together, man, do what you need to do. Stick with her. Do you know love on her and get and give her the praise that she needs and y'all y'all see these things through and don't worry about nothing else what's going on inside of your relationship man focus on y'all because it's it's crazy out here it really is if y'all not you know ruining each other y'all got a good thing going man focus in on that and guys trust me I know sometimes you know get a little older in that relationship and things you know not working the same thing well you don't have to you know. You don't have to worry about that, okay? Because I want to tell you about Bluetooth. It's a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra Cialis, but in a chewable form and at a fraction of the cost, all right? Bluetooth tablets help men achieve harder and stronger erections to combat all forms of ED. Now, listen, I showed y'all last time, okay? You, you, you see what's going on. You, this, this is the package for those that's listening. You hear this? That, that's in the drawer right there. I got another shipment that just came in yesterday. Okay. okay. I ain't just, I'm, I'm not, I'm not just getting this from, from, from the, from the, uh, the sponsor and, and then never use it again. I'm subscribed monthly. Okay. Cause I, 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 I'm, I'm all about it, dog. Bluetooth is an online prescription service so that no visits to the doctor's office. There's no awkward conversations, no waiting in line at the pharmacy ships right to your door in a discreet package. All right. The process is simple. You sign up at bluetooth.com. 
You consult with one of their licensed medical providers. And once you're approved, you receive your prescription within days. And the best part is it's all done online. You don't have to leave your house. Bluetooth licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredient and the strength of your prescription. You don't like swallowing pills? Good. That's that's fantastic. And that's no problem over here. All right. Mm -hmm. Blue Chews tablets are chewable. Okay. Blue Chews tablets are made in the USA and they prepare and ship direct. So it's cheaper than going to a pharmacy. So if you could use or you could benefit from a little extra confidence when it's time to perform, visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we got a special deal for our listeners today. All right. Try Blue Chew for free. You heard right for free when you use the promo code DIYS at checkout. All you have to do is pay $5 for shipping. That's right, $5 for shipping. Just go to bluechew.com, use the promo code DIYS to receive your first month for free. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring this podcast. Listen, man, y'all go out there and try that and holler at your boy. I promise you, you ain't going to regret it. You, you ain't going to regret it. That's what I'm telling you right now. You just got to hear the straight up. It, the straight upness in our voice. Fellas, try it. <laughs> Just try it. It's free. Try it. Guarantee you, you're going you to upgrade to the six a month, 10 a month, maybe 30 a month. I don't know how active you are. You're good uh, with the 10. Uh, Trust your boy. You, you're good with the 10. 10 is fine. <laughs> My last year. No, like- <laughs> baby making. Improve your baby making. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk about uh, I want to talk about some bad parents though, some bad parents. man. I knew you was gonna pull. I, I I hope you're pulling the one that I'm thinking about because there's been a lot of crazy stuff this week. It's but been a lot. Go ahead and tell me which one you're talking about. Sometimes I put them in the back pocket, but this one got to be addressed. This is the firefighter one. Is there another one you got? That that this is the this is the one with. The, the, the couple ran out the house and didn't tell the mm-hmm. firefighters that the baby was in. Okay, well, let's start from the beginning then. So the headline here is that there was a baby rescued from a house fire and the mother told the firefighters that the house was empty. Now, obviously, that's already a crazy headline, but it gets even worse. Um. Uh, I saw a couple interviews with the firefighter. Um, apparently, uh, this okay. So this happened in Detroit's East Side. Um, uh, a parent's adoptive mother uh, um, called the police and uh, or the the firemen, and the house was completely on fire. Uh, it says that she told the firefighters that no one was in the home. Um, I guess uh, the main thing that she was worried about was her dogs. She had twenty dogs in there, in the basement. And I saw the interview and apparently it was everybody in there was saying there was nobody in there. Apparently like there was a couple of all adults came out. I think they said there was about six. All of them said that the house was empty, but obviously, you know, you want to zero in on the mother because uh, the chief was saying, she, he said that he was outside asking over and over and over again, is there anybody else in the room? Is there any people? She said, no, 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 get my dogs. So uh, her whole thing was, her whole concern was about whether her 20 dogs were safe and um, apparently, thank God, the uh, that firefighters, it's their policy. You have to check all uh, all rooms for any um, any people, because obviously you don't want to run the risk of you know, oh, they told me there was no one in there, and someone dies. So uh, a firefighter in there, uh, Levon Williams, shout out to him. 
he was in there and he said that he started noticing some like uh, some movement in the crib. It was a bunch of black, thick smoke all in the all in the house. And uh, he, he grabbed and it was a, a full baby, just a full baby having trouble breathing. He rushed her out. Um, and then, you know, he said, obviously, the scariest thing about the whole situation is how do you not tell us that there is a child in here? This place is on fire. After the baby was rescued, the mother asked for the baby back with the firefighters said no. They hit up C uh, CPS and uh, the Detroit police are now looking into the uh, situation. And it said they said, I would not give that baby back to any civilian until we got her to the hospital. Uh, but then there is a lot of other other things that they have to ask because now the fire is being ruled as suspicious. And, you know, they got arson investigators on it. Was this on purpose? Um, but that's a heartbreaking story because they even said that they found other um, other signs of abuse on the child. They said that the, uh, the the firefighter is 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 going through a lot mentally because he basically said that the look on her face was the uh, the baby's face was relief and it was like just hugging on to the the, the firefighter and stuff like that. So, I mean, if if you if you want to see some some evil, I would definitely you know look into this story because this is this is a whole this is a whole different bag in the evil department, like. Yo, that is that is next level shitty parenting. I did you read the full story, or did, was it one of those headlines you just kind of took to the face? Like, yeah, oh it was one. Of, I think uh, I, I saw it like on Ball Alert or something like that. Um, and I just, bro, it, as if it ain't enough going on. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like the with the racial injustice going on with the police attacks going on with states like texas not making it mandatory for you to have a permit to carry a gun the whole right. state you think right. you think like come on man this baby didn't ask to be here can't mm -hmm. can't speak for itself can't walking you, you, it's just like bro like what are y'all doing it's sad bro like this is one of those times where like I, I, I read so much over the weekend that I had to get offline for a couple hours. Yeah. Because it was just, it was, it will make you lose faith in humanity and people. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like to open up, I'm glad that you opened up with the story that you did about the restaurant owner because it's like, man, yeah, you know, just balance it a little bit, bro. It's mm -hmm. so much this hatred going on, it feels like a reckoning is coming. And it's scary to think like that, but it's like, like it feels like the pendulum is so far, like something has to shift, like something yeah. has to happen before it comes back this way because right. it doesn't it doesn't seem like it's making it back anytime soon. It, the further it gets away from the center, like the crazier it gets right now. And it's just, it's scary. You know, I'm scared when, when family, like, you know, we don't think much about a family member or a spouse or a significant other just running to the store and never coming back, but that's a reality. Yes, for real. It's a reality. And especially the way things have been going lately, it's like more and more, it's like, yo, let's just order it. Let's, let's just order. We ordered uh, we ordered uh, some chicken the other day and the whole order was wrong. The whole order was wrong. And she was gonna go and just take it. I was like, you know what, just, just let's just order something. Else. Let's just order pizza or something like that. Can't mess that up. Because 
I think at the time I had read a story about somebody uh, either being chased or, or something, and I just like let's just let's just let's just order something else, like yeah. straight from the restaurant, you know? Right. Um, because it's it's scary right now, bro. It's like, crazy. and and everybody is so anxious to get back outside, and I get it. I am too. You know, this is my livelihood, guys. I'm I'm very anxious to get back on the stage, get back on the road, but at the same time, I'm terrified because now it's not just COVID. We gotta we gotta navigate through all of this craziness that's that that is very present at the forefront of every day. There's something new. There's a there's a damn near a mass shooting every week. Yeah. It's just like, bro, it's it's a lot, bro. It is. It's it's too much. That's why it, it you do have to take breaks. Like I had to stop going live so much because it's just like the energy just wasn't there. When you just read like fourth day in a row and it's only Thursday and a cop killed a kid every single day. It's just like, all right, either I have to intake differently or at least like output differently and, and share a different narrative, you know? Man, and yes. And it seems like it's kind of almost insensitive at first. Like really you talking about, you know, potatoes and and all this other stuff is happening on timeline it's like yeah i mean that's 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 to help with all that other stuff you know myself as much as the people the people that are watching and it's it's crazy how dark of a reality that is where it's like yeah i've been there too it's just like no i'm not gonna i'll just i'll just sleep here tonight or you know i'm not gonna go home or i'm not gonna drive here because of the cops that's such a Mm -hmm. dark reality it's not like you know i grew up in la it's not like oh there's a race war going on right now or gangs or you know stuff like that it's it's the police you literally are worried about going out or just going to do the stuff that you need to do because of the actual police and it's not just like oh i hope i don't get stopped unfairly or beat up now it's it's straight up murder that 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 one little strip like you know trip to the store or something like that can be the last one. And that's just a very, very dark reality to, to, to set in. So you are right. I mean, something's got to shift and it's not looking good, but at the end of the day, you know, you can go outside and, 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 and think about all that crazy stuff. That's ha- There's just overall crazy stuff that's happening um, because on a lighter note, which <laughs> it's crazy that we're at, we're at a point where um, the Pentagon confirming that the Navy pilot's UFO video is real is a lighter note now. There's aliens out there too. Um, <laughs> we got a full, a full during all of this other crazy stuff. We got mm-hmm. a full, a full um, admittance uh, where the Defense Department uh, and the Pentagon uh, leaked a video of unidentified aerial phenomenon and claimed it as real. Um, and this is brand new. I remember when the um, 2020 just dropped, they had confirmed some other stuff. But this is another thing in 2019. It was uh, legit in- images and uh, unexplained objects. Um, you'll you'll see in, in the edit. Um, it literally looks like a, a Star Wars. It looks like right. a Dorito. It looks like a Dorito, like a flying triangle or like a Star Wars mothership. So, you know, add that to the, the list of things to not go outside. It said there's a sphere-shaped one. Another was an acorn-shaped ship. And there was another one characterized as a metallic blimp. Um, and this was all taken by Navy personnel. These are, these are people that, you know, would more than likely know what it was. 
And they um, <laughs> so they supposed to. We still like, man, what the mm-hmm. hell is going on? And they just said, "Yep, you're right. This is <laughs> this is this is uh this is real." And it, our timelines are so crazy that that just gets swept up. You know, like, yep, there's couple ufos you guys were right that, that wasn't us <laughs> so but also you know it just it got lost in the it's so oversaturated with crazy stories it's just man like, real talk alien confirmation is just like oh cool right cool cool cool, cool. yeah so. well listen man um we got to get ready and get up out of here guys uh thank y'all for watching another episode before we get out here i don't want to end on uh a sad note, but I do want to say rest in peace to Adam Toledo. Uh, prayers are with his family, his, his friends, and the city of Chicago as a whole, man. And to everyone out there who's been a victim of police brutality in any shape, form, or fashion, my heart and thoughts and prayers are with you and your family, man. Y'all be safe out there. It's a lot of crazy stuff. You get to your levels, let them know you love them, let them know you care about them and you appreciate them. Um, <clears throat> again, didn't want to end on a sad note, but we have to talk about these things. We have to address these things. And for those that don't know the story, um, for whatever reason, do you please do your research on it and, and realize that, you know, it's crazy out here right now. So mm-hmm. we love y'all. You know what I'm saying? It's all love. Uh, we will see y'all next week. You feel yes, me? Sir. Uh, my name is to hear more. I'm Patrick Cloud. And this has been another episode of Damn Internet. You scary. Like for real. <laughs> <laughs> they say. Uh, peace out, scary guy, man. <laughs>